Come on. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. Jen, you grab that side. I'll grab this side and we will stretch this dollar. Are you ready? So ready. Excellent. Well, welcome to Money Savage Further. This is George Graubacher. Our guest today is Jen Smith. She's a personal finance expert. She is the author of the best-selling book, The No Spend Challenge Guide. She blogs at Modern Frugality, and she is the co-host of the Frugal Friends podcast. I'm excited to have you on. Jen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah. So I live in St. Pete, Florida, and uh, I have a blog, like you said, and a podcast, Frugal Friends. So I love doing those. And when I'm not doing those, I am taking care of my newest addition, uh, Kai, who is six months old. Nice. Uh, and we are hanging out with my husband and usually going for a run, enjoying the good weather of Florida, and uh, trying to live out this frugal lifestyle that I am so passionate about. Yeah. And uh, also, we paid off $78,000 of debt. That's usually, people are like, how'd you get into this? Well, I don't have a degree. I just paid off a lot of student loan debt for a degree that has nothing to do with personal finance. <laughs> well, I pre- well, I was going to say I appreciate that very much. I appreciate the fact that you were <laughs> able to pay off that debt, and I believe, in a pretty limited amount of time. Um, so, uh, excellent. And I one of the things I, I, I loved on... Um, on the Modern Frugality page, you talked about how it should be, or it is, simple, sustainable, fulfilling, and minimalistic. That is modern being your definition of really modern frugality. So I'd just love to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I really hate clipping coupons. Um, and I feel like that is a lot of what frugality has been associated with in the past. Mm-hmm. And so what really helped us pay off that $78,000 of debt in just under two years was a lot of um, stopping our spending, changing our mindsets so that we wouldn't spend. Uh, and that trickled into everything else in our lives. And so I'm passionate about reframing people's idea of frugality and making it this lifestyle that people want to pursue, not just for the monetary benefits. Got it. I appreciate that. And I think to your point, uh, if I were just to sit, sit back and say, what does it really mean to be frugal? I would probably have defaulted to pinching every penny and cut coupons and all that. Um, but if, if if I were to think further about it, I think it would be fall more into the camp of creating a sustainable lifestyle for myself and changing my mindset to, to your point 100% about what really is the lifestyle that is going to make me the happiest and the most contented. So mm-hmm. did, did that just, how, how did you come upon that? Well, 
when I was paying off our debt, I was doing a lot of side hustles. I thought that I could side hustle my way through paying off our debt. And I was only employed part-time. That was as much as I could get at my full-time job. So I had a lot of time to do side hustles and I, I love making extra money. I think there are elements to paying off debt um, and none of them can be ignored. But I was trying to ignore the spending less, paying attention to what I was spending and trying to save money on that stuff. I thought I could just make money and make my way out of debt. So that went on for about two months. And after doing all of these side hustles for two months, I contracted shingles, um, which for people that don't know, that is a fiery, blistery rash. Um, it's the same virus as chickenpox. So if you've had chickenpox, you can contract shingles. And one of the things that um, makes it come on is stress. So it was after having that, it was several days before Christmas too. So perfect. I got shingles for Christmas. It was glorious. <laughs> and that was the first time that I realized I don't think that I can uh, white knuckle my way through this debt payoff. I think I have to step back and optimize the income that I have in order to do this, which sucked because that meant I was going to have to do hard things. Uh, like making money is, is easy for me. Like I can, you know, do the things that do that, but like to step back and say no to myself to make purchases, uh, that was what I didn't want to do. So that was the beginning of my journey toward frugality. Thank you, fiery, blistery rash for changing my perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. And I still have some like nerve damage. So when I'm really stressed out, I can still kind of feel like a little tingle come on. It's not painful, but mm. it's just my body's like reminder of, hey, slow down. So that that is, I guess, something kind of cool that came out of it. My body now physically reminds me to slow down. Yeah. It's like you need to step mm -hmm. on the, pump the brake a little bit, John. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as, as as you were telling that story, I I was reminded back to when I started in 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 financial services many 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 years ago, and my manager at that time he says, George, it's easier to make more money than it is to live on less. And I was like 22 years old, and I didn't know anything about anything, and that just seemed like a mantra, which made a lot of sense. You know, there's a lot of bravado in it, and at this point, looking back, a lot of stupidity, but sort of the, very much in line with what you were just talking about, and probably a lot of the attitude that, that many Americans have. So Yeah, yeah, and having to spend less and say no to yourself really shows you who you are. And that's a person that a lot of people don't want to see or know. And you really have to come to grips with like, what are my coping mechanisms? What are my defaults? Who am I? Because what you're spending your money on really does say who you are. So it's this, it's not just about money to me, but frugality has taught me so much about myself and it's allowed me to do things to become a more generous person, a person that's more mindful of others and, and all of these other things. And there are things that I would not have had if I hadn't had to step back and pay attention to my spending. 
That's a that's a really powerful statement right there. I mean, mm-hmm. and what you spend money on says a lot about who you are. And that's it's certainly something I agree on, and I also think it 100% will determine and dictate who you will be in the future. That's how you spend your money and your time. And you know, mm-hmm. tell me how you're doing that now, and I can tell you where you're going to be five, ten years from now. How how are people receiving this message? People are receiving it really well because everybody wants to stick to a budget. When when you pay off debt, the first thing you're told to do is make a budget. And the first thing you fail at doing is sticking to your budget. And <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how for it sure, goes. For sure. Yeah. And so people are finding that the reason that they're failing at their budgets is because of their impulse spending. And you can't just make a budget and expect yourself to have the discipline to stick to it. Because if you could do that, you would have been doing it already. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't have either gotten into debt or you could have gotten out a lot faster. So people are finding, as I did, it's a lot of the impulse spending that, that breaks the budget. So for me, it was eating out. That's always been my impulse spending downfall. But for other people, it's it's shopping like at Target or Walmart or at the grocery store. So everybody has their different places where they impulse spend. And so having the philosophy or the mindset that changing your sticking to your budget involves changing your mindset about spending because you can't like I couldn't white knuckle my way through my debt payoff with side hustles. You can't white knuckle your way through your budget. So you have to change your mindset about spending altogether to stick to your budget. And so since a lot of the people I talk to are trying to pay off debt, this is something that's really resonating with a lot of people. So how do I go about doing that? So action items are always what people want, right? So, um, I start with a no spend challenge. Um, I'm obviously partial to them. I wrote a book about them. So it's, it's an actionable way that you can start to identify the things that are your downfall and start to make some progress with your debt payoff. It has, um, the mindset and the financial benefits. So, and I usually do a 30 day challenge. It is, it's manageable enough to get through, but also difficult enough, um, to be really annoying and annoying things tend to have (laughs) a bigger, um, a bigger payoff. So, but yeah, so taking 30 days to, uh, step back, stop spending on everything that's non-essential and, identify those things that you're spending money on habitually or when you're stressed or tired or just like impulsively, that can really tell you a lot about your spending and it can help you start the process of developing this frugal lifestyle. I think that that makes a lot of sense. So taking a step back and looking at all your spending, right? You need to know Mm -hmm. where it is you spend and then Hopefully you're able to point to, okay, I looks like I, I was eating out and or I was shopping and it happened after I had an argument with somebody or, or I got bad news, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you can look at your transactions and and try and like not 
if you spent like $150 at the gas station just buying snacks throughout the month, because I know that's a big one for some people, you get some gas and then you go and you buy a snack. Hmm. Don't just automatically think that you're going to stop doing that. Um, a no spend challenge can help you identify that habit. Uh, and then the next month you can try and limit that. Um, if it's something you didn't miss, then you can try and cut it out altogether. But if it's something that you really missed, like it really affected your day-to-day life, just try and cut it down incrementally. So 10% next month, 10% the next, and so on and so forth until you cut it out completely. Got it. And yeah. so the the purpose of the challenge is to it's it's to it's to change change the mindset but first and foremost it's it's identification of where the money's going and then to identify where it is that you're overspending and then after you're doing this for for a certain amount of time then you can recognize that I've gotten rid of stuff that really doesn't make that much difference to you but I've found that these things what I'm spending money on are still important to me so maybe I, I can keep some of those Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So it has so that's like the core reason to do it. But then it also has this added benefit of if you're not spending money on the things you used to spend money on, you're going to have a lot of money left at the end of the month extra that you can put towards your death. So it has this um, that underlying like main goal is not the real motivation for most people. Most people do a no spend challenge so that they can get up an extra couple hundred dollars extra to put towards their debt at the month. But I I really feel like the benefits are flip-flopped. I think that you can use a no-spend challenge to save money in the long run by taking this short spur of time to take away everything. It's kind of like when you're trying to find a food allergy and mm. you stop eating everything and then introduce things gradually. It's exactly like that. So doing that and then having the added benefit of uh, knowing you'll have that money at the end of the month that you can put extra towards your debt. Got it. That's I think that's an excellent way to think about it. And well, mm-hmm. it's only an excellent way to think about it if, if, if people know what an, an, an elimination diet is, but I think most people probably do. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. No, I think that that certainly makes sense. And yeah, I think 30 days while probably, I mean, it's, it's hard to break spending habits, you know, over the course of a day or a week, but 30 days, that's probably why you decided that that was a reasonable amount of time because it's, it's short enough, but it's also long enough where people can actually do it. Yeah. You're not going to break or make any habits in a month. I know traditionally we think 21 days makes a habit, but research has actually shown that it takes far longer than 21 days. And one study showed that some habits take up to like 300 days to form. So people think that after a month, they're going to be like on lock, ready to go. Um, and then they find themselves falling back into old habits. And they're like, what happened? Um, and it's because that 21 day theory is a myth. But it is difficult. So you're kind of balancing this like it's short enough to be manageable, but long enough to be difficult kind of balance. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I can also see just, I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You're just getting started with something and then you'll get confidence and you realize, wow, I was able to do this. And now I do have a hundred bucks or 200, $500 extra. 
and I'm going to be able to move in the direction that I'll be able to pay off debt or start saving, whatever it might be. Uh, So I imagine that confidence and that momentum has got to be a powerful thing. Yeah. If you think about it, if you're on the road to paying off debt or getting better with your money, you're never worse at money than you are today. Like you will never be worse in your entire life. You are literally the worst you are right now. So you can only go up from here and you can't expect yourself to be perfect right off the bat. So knowing that you're the worst you'll ever be gives room to give yourself grace when you mess up. Um, But then it also gives motivation to say, I have to get better every day because yesterday I was the worst that I ever was. So I have to get better today. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that that's such a huge key, especially with living in today's world of where it's so easy to compare ourselves to, 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 to the universe, just with the opening of Instagram or whatever else. Yeah. If you're able to simply recognize all, all I'm trying to do is get better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the goal. Small, sustainable changes. They're not sexy, but they work. Right. <laughs> I got it. I love it. Well, Jen, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they hear the podcast? Where can, where can they get the book? Yeah. So the book is available on Amazon. It's called uh, The No Spend Challenge Guide. Uh, and I have another one out that I just released last month. It's called Pay Off Your Debt for Good. So that helps you on the debt-free journey to uh, figure out all the things that come up on this several-year journey uh, that kind of derail your debt payoff. This helps you combat those things. Um, so it's a lot of mindset stuff as well. And then Frugal Friends podcast, we come out with a new episode every Friday and it's on different ways to uh, save money, spend less. We talk a lot about minimalism and uh, we have a book club. So we'll interview authors and we interview people that have paid off debt uh, that have inspiring stories. And uh, if you want my no spend challenge kit that I use to get through my no spend challenges. Uh, you can go to modernfrugality.com slash no spend kit and uh, sign up for my newsletter. I will give you that for free. I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jen your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of the No Spend Challenge Guide, as well as her new book, Pay Off Your Debt for Good. You can get copies of those on Amazon, and I'll link to that in the notes of the show. Um, you can also go to Modern Frugality and pick up the uh, the information on how Jen got out of debt herself and has um, helped so many other people. Check out the newsletter. I'll link to that, as well as the podcast. Thank you again, Jen. Thanks for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight, because we are all in this together.